Welcome back to another episode of the Tile Money Podcast. My name is Luke Jackson Miller, your host. It is with this podcast that we're strengthening the tile industry one conversation at a time, strengthening tile installers' businesses by focusing on the business of being a tile installer and having conversations, getting to know tilers around the world. Today, we have a great conversation with my friend, Sol. Sol is working out of uh, Ontario, Canada. He has a a showroom, a physical showroom. He has um, uh, installation business, and he has a, a podcast called Tile Confidential. He wrote a book called Tile Confidential. He has uh, he's working in the virtual reality space, and we got into the whole every topic today. And he really painted a good picture of how he went from um, one career in the uh, physical health space to switching gears. Um, and, and, and landing and working in tile installation and how he started his showroom and, and everything you're going to want to know. He really painted a great picture and shared a lot of good information. So I know a lot of you are going to benefit a lot. Soul's very encouraging. He's very positive about everything. And it was just a fantastic conversation. I want to thank happytileguy.com for sponsoring Tile Money Podcast. If you are in need of a website, happytileguy.com is your one-stop shop. That's your resource for professional search engine optimized websites done for you. Uh, it's a white glove service. There's very little you have to do. We have an intake form and we want to get to know you. The more you can write about yourself, the better, of course. But we have um, pre-written blogs. We have things that will help you be found on a Google search engine. And when we tie it into your Google My Business page, you know, that's when the magic really happens. And our clients, um, are, I'm just really pleased with how many clients we've uh, retained over the years. We have a very high retention rate and they're being found. Most of our clients are, you know, on the search engine and on Google. They're the, they're the fifth or the sixth, the fourth, fifth or sixth. Um, person who will come up in their area, sometimes only after just a couple months of having the website. And the top three or four is always Home Depot, Home Advisor, Angie's List, so billion dollar companies. So to be just under those companies with a Happy Tile Guy website really shows your expertise and helps you be found online. So if you need a website, head over to happytileguy.com. The link is in the show notes or the show description wherever you're watching or listening to this. All right, Tile friends, enjoy this conversation with Soul. All right, Sol. Well, thank you so much again for being on uh, the Tile Money podcast. Really excited to have you here today, Sol. You are somebody from the first moment we met in person, actually at a Tile Nation panel training event. Uh, I just knew you looked at things a little bit differently in this industry, which I'm always curious, you know, and always excited to meet somebody who looks at things outside the box a little bit because I. I, I, I believe I'm one of those people as well, you know, and, and it's always nice to uh, connect with people who have different ideas that they're pursuing. And certainly you're one of those people. Um, you have, you know, a podcast, you're working in virtual reality in, in, within the industry. You have a, um, a showroom, you know, in, a, in an installation company. It's really great to have you on here. So why don't you introduce yourself uh, a little bit and tell us where you're from and the name of your businesses. Thank you, Luke. I appreciate that. Um, yeah, my name is Saul. I'm based out of uh, Oakville, in Ontario, in Canada. And um, I operate uh, an installation business as well as a tile design studio slash retail store. Um, so and Canadian Tile Pro is the company for our installation company, and we do um, all kinds of tile installations from backsplash, fireplace, showers, floors. We do removal and install as well. And then we also have, uh, we also do full renovation projects as well. So kitchen and bath is where we specialize in. And uh, so we, um, part of what I do with our, uh, the showroom that I have, the Vela Tiles is, is the other company that I operate, um, is we help design the uh, those spaces for people and then through Canadian Tile Pro, we install it. Um, it's a it's a very small team. Um, there's myself, uh, my, uh, a friend of mine, as a, another guy. It's just three of us, mm -hmm. and um, some of the work that we are working with, like like countertops and anything like we have um, partners, okay. um, subcontractors that are sure. partners with us. Have been working with us for many years, 
and we built the relationships to have a sort of a system. So I kind of think of what is kind of like a, uh, I always say to my clients, this is going to be like a factory. We're going to come in and everything's very sequential. Um, I've kind of built the relationships with our uh, tradespeople so that they understand that things are sequential. Things are going to be very organized when they come in. I don't throw in 10 different trades together at the same time, you know, where it could creates chaos and, and people don't like that. Um, so that, you know, both the trades are going to be winning and also uh, the customer is going to be winning because things are going to move along and not get delayed as much as much as possible. That makes a lot um, of sense. Yeah. yeah, you know, it's and I, I come uh, and we'll talk. Is we'll talk about you know sort of my uh, starting point. And that's where I started. And I saw that and I said, I don't want to. If I'm going to go into the GC work, I don't want to be that kind of GC where there's no organization uh, because that's basically your job. You have to play that project management uh, manager role as best as you can in order to. Uh, that's what the customer is basically paying for, right? So, uh, unless you're on the tools. That's what you're doing, right? So, and I sort of hop in between. So I'll do some of the tool, I'm on the tools sometimes, or I'm doing some project management work. And so, yeah, um, and then we have, I have uh, Vela Tiles, which is a, um, a more of like a retail store for selling tile. We focus on selling high quality porcelain and ceramic tiles. Um, and what we also do in there is we design uh, the spaces with the tile in mind. So. Part of the, I mean, the, I guess maybe just talk about the difference with regards to like a regular design studio where they're going to look at things from an overall point of view. Um, they're looking at furniture, they're looking at lighting, they're looking at a lot of different things that are going into it. So it's more of a general aspect of the design of a space, which is really good. I mean, if you're designing a, a, a whole house. living space, house and stuff, yeah. that's very important. But let's say we were focused on, uh, a bathroom or a kitchen um, and we're what we're trying to say is let's focus on the tile aspect let's ignore some of the other aspects like the vanities and stuff like that that are going to come in afterwards let's think about the tile as the anchor point of this design and we're going to anchor everything else off of the tile because sometimes people are very passionate. We're very passionate about tile. So right. if people are share the same passion, they're going to want the feature in their bathroom to be tile. So let's focus around that. And then we take in not only function as into consideration, but also the design aspect of it as well. And, um, you know, and, and, you know, a lot of the different things that goes into it, making sure, for instance, if we're installing panels, and are the panels coming in a sequential kind of order because some panels do and they need to be installed in a set of sequences and my panels if, if somebody's not familiar i mean like gauged porcelain panels the large very large um tiles that are, are coming out these days so and you know there is the knowledge behind it and then like things like you know what kind of prep work that needs to be done in that space what kind of waterproofing is appropriate if it's a steam shower it's going to be have a different type of waterproofing that it so we're, we're looking at the whole picture because the idea here is not just to we don't want the customer just to walk out with tile say okay i want this much square footage of all these things i'm good to go the colors match and everything we want them to be successful in creating a beautifully tiled surface that's really the end, end goal there. And that's sort of what we want to sell to the customer. Um, I do do rendering as well um, with um, like a graphical, like a computer generated render. So it gives an idea. We put all the tiles in there with sort of like kind of mock paint color and something like that and stuff and, and to give them an idea of what it will look like altogether. Mm -hmm. um, and then, um, you know, there's and things we'll, I guess we'll talk about is if we incorporate VR in there as well, which will, which helps with the design process. It's a very kind of a step-by-step -step process. It takes about an hour. We do spend that time with the customers, very one-on-one. -on -one. So, um, you know, customers sometimes come in and I have sometimes couples come in and say, wow, you saved our marriage because we really? thought this is going to be a very stressful situation for both. You're a marriage counselor also. <laughs> no, I'm only a marriage counselor. <laughs> so it's very funny. And um, so, so you're actively, you're not only, you know, working in VR and kind of producing this stuff, but you're actively using it in, in day to day. 
to subtitle. Okay. Absolutely, absolutely. Great. And uh, it it helps to kind of create um, more of a um, organized experience, I would say, when it comes to selection, because typical stores, you know, sometimes it, the spaces are very large, and you have to go up and down trying to look for what you need, and it can take a long time for somebody just to select something. And, and then when they select it, they have they can't really understand how it's going to look relative to what else they want to put into space. So what we do is with the, with the VR, we have organized all the tiles. Like, for instance, if you're looking for marble look tiles, you're going to go into a VR environment that only has those tiles showing to you. Sure. So you get to see all the options that we have available as far as those categories. And we're going to be growing those categories as we go. And it's super easy because we'll just upload them into those environments. And that way, we avoid what typically happens in showrooms where they've already designed the space, laid out all their tiles on the walls. And as different products coming in, they're figuring out where to put it. And you find some mosaics on that end of their room and that in their room and it's like and sometimes people don't even notice some of the products that they have because they're not going to walk around the whole place see every single tile yeah. so we have a discovery stage we help them figure out what they're looking for and then we kind of take them through that process and it's easy because you just put on a vr headset and you get to kind of experience this in a very different way it's kind of cool actually i bet yeah no i mean i was just thinking the other day you know how I'm, I'm going to start looking for a uh, local business. I don't even care what it is. There's actually, I know where one is that <coughs> offers VR, right? Just to experience mm -hmm. it. I've never, I've never put the goggles on, you know, oh, okay. I've never put the headset on. So I've never even experienced it. Um, and so I guess what I'm saying is if I was shopping for tile and some, in a, in a tile showroom advertised this experience, it would definitely intrigue me, you know? And I think, Man, that's genius. That's genius. thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. It's 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 also solves a lot of problems. Like, um, you know, if, if if down the line it becomes becomes something where people have a, a VR set, headset at home, just like they have like a laptop at home, like it becomes that. And it will. It'll take some time, but it will. Um, somebody can just put on a headset and go through a whole tile gallery right at their comfort with their home. You know, without having to actually, and, and they can, and the nice thing about this is that it's very interactive. So if, if someone is in the VR, I can also be in the same environment of VR and we can, we can interact and we don't have to be in the same room to do that. So, you know, we can interact. And then obviously one of the things that is very important is seeing the physical product, but, um, you know, you don't, if, if, uh, if you're just looking and you're browsing and what you can do, what we do is we, pick a few that they want to see. Let's say they're walking around. Oh, I like this one in the VR space. Okay, let's jot it down. And then I have all the samples there and we can start bringing it on the table. Let's look at all the samples. And that way it's, uh, you know, it's, it's more directed towards what they're looking for. And also, again, they can do that in a different spot and then meet up and then have all the samples ready. So it, it opens up a lot of different avenues with regards to how people choose time. Yeah, sounds like it. I'm intrigued and I'm, I'm really excited to see how it goes and see the evolution of this with you, you know, and for you. We're going to look at a clip here in, in maybe 10 minutes. Uh, I, I just want to tease it, a VR clip, sure. just two minutes. I got some questions about it for you and I want to kind of talk, talk it through while we watch it um, on okay. YouTube or um, Spotify. You could watch it. Um, you're also an author. You wrote a book called Tile yes. Confidential, and, and the, you have a podcast by the same name. Tell yes. us about those two um, things, you know, the book and the podcast and, and what your focus is on. In, yeah, in the absolutely. So, the, yeah, the book is called Tile Confidential and is geared towards educating um, everyone. But I really just wrote it for designers and architects um, about the subject of tile in a very different way than most of the books that I've tried to get my hands on talks about. Most of the books talk about history, design. They're, they're really focused on the art, art aspect of it. This gets a little bit more technical. It almost, you can th think about the science of tile. Yeah. And the goal here was to solve this one very important problem, which is people are, 
don't look at tile like they look at other products. For instance, if you go and buy a computer, you're not going to say that computer is the same as this computer. It's just they look different. You have to, you, if you're, especially if you're a tech person, you're going to know that there's things like, you know, hard drive, RAM, graphics card, you know, screen size, um, you know, what kind of software it comes in. And so um, when you walk into a computer shop, they're probably going to ask you all these questions of what are you looking for? And then they're going to give you the, 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 the computer that's going to be more beneficial for you. If you're a gamer, you're going to look for a different kind of computer than if you're uh, someone just checking emails once in a while, you know, yeah. or for the portable device. Same thing comes to tile. But for some reason, it, it, it never really caught on in that direction. And that's what this book is about. It's about educating you. So when you walk into a tile store, you're not just looking at tile as, as, as I said, you're looking at it kind of like the same way you would look at a computer. So how does a tile differ? We talk in the book, I talk about things like ratings. So every tile, especially coming from a reputable manufacturer, um, they're going to be rated for different things. One of them things would be like scratch resistance. Um, another one would be slip resistance. A very common thing people say, oh, I don't want slippery tiles. Well, that's I, I appreciate that, but we're going to look at the slip resistant rating of this tile. And if you're getting a polished tile and it has a very good slip resistance, well, you're going to be okay. Um, versus if you just completely discount like a, like a polished tile, you know, and thinking that. Because they, they do a lot of testing and uh, there's something called the coefficient of friction. And all these things that come into play when you're selecting top. Um, a lot of other things like color body versus non-color non body. I talk about that, why that's important, not on the, only on the design aspect of it, but also on the functional aspect of it. Um, we, you know, we talk about something called the, the tile and nutrition label. Um, and that is a, a sort of a technical, I call it the tile nutrition label because I come from a fitness background, sure. but okay. it's sort of like, kind of like a nutrition label or you see on a food, this label is given to a, a particular um, tile. Um, and what it'll have is all the technical informations that I cover in the book. And so I basically look at that and we're going to go through, we go through every single one of them in detail. And so you, so when you walk into a tile store, not only are you going to ask, hey, what's the technical information? Where, where's the technical information? Sometimes it's on the website. Sometimes it might have it on display. But you're going to ask for that. And then you're also going to know what all those terms mean. So that, you know, oh, the cheat so code. you, you have the book, cheat. You bring your book. Nice. Exactly. Like because a lot of times um, many um, uh, staff members at the retail stores, they're not they're not tile people. So they're not like in terms of installers or, or you know, they, they don't really have this understanding very deep uh, of this subject. Yeah. So this will give you you equip you with this sort of arsenal when you go in and you're going to be able to select the best tile for your space and, um, you know, not have problems down the line. Mm -hmm. So that's really what this book and the podcast is also as an element of uh, of that as well. I wanted to um, connect with more people through the podcast in order to um, talk about Tile and kind of build a community around this so that we can all um, benefit from other people's knowledge about the subject. So, um, you know, I recently interviewed um, Kathy Granard um, from uh, George Brown College, and she is an educator, and she's been in the industry for a very long time. And we talk about the subject, um, and we're going to be interviewing more people in the industry into the next year. So it's it's one of those things where um, I think education is going to be the path for um, you know better products going out into the market and doing well versus knockoffs, which is a lot of tile out there right now that are knockoffs and people don't realize it yeah. so i'm trying to help push that in the right direction it sounds it sounds like you you are and you're doing you're doing that you know with your work um that book in the podcast but but i'm, I'm it's around christmas time so i can't help my, myself think about the book right like if i if i was a contractor and i was considering what gifts to give my architects my designers maybe even my some of my clientele yeah maybe i buy a dozen or two dozen of souls books on amazon tile confidential and get and gift this to them and say you know you you under you know i know i appreciate your business I, and and i i i hope that 
you appreciate me because of my um, interest in education. And this book yeah. is to help educate you a little bit more. Page 12 has this information. You might really find the um, this menu, um, the uh, the fitness. What, what was it? The fitness. The, the, yeah, the tile nutrition label. The nutrition label. Yeah, find the yeah. nutrition label on this page, you know, yeah. and, and it'll help you. It'll help you choose tiles uh, in, a, in, a, in a more informed way. I think that's I think that's beautiful. And then Thank I'm you. a huge fan of podcasts, so it's it's good to have you on and good to see the work you're doing because one of the things that is lacking in the podcast and even YouTube, you know, you have a video podcast, I think, like me, right? Yes. Is the um, is the education for the consumer, the architect, the designer, you know, yeah. all these different people. You know, we have a lot of DIY style podcasts, and those are great you filled a niche and I'm really rooting for you, man. It's, it's a good thank niche you. to fill because you're right. Education is the way forward. Yeah. Thank you. And look, it was, I have to say it was thanks to you um, and your mastermind because um, I was, as you know, I've been part of your mastermind for some time now and I try to come on as much as I can, but the times that I've come, I've always gotten something out of it. And uh, you know, it was that part that one um, session that we did and you, sort of emphasized that if you want to get um, um, get to get conversations going about a subject that you're very passionate about, uh, a podcast is really a great way to go about it. So I really, my hat's off to you, uh, <laughs> to the fact that you uh, inspired me to go in this direction and um, and you inspired a lot of people, but definitely as a, I, you, you've had a, definitely an impact on me for sure. Thank you. So that means a lot, you know, um, it's true. And so how, how's the results been? Have, have you had positive things? I mean, obviously you're talking about a second season, you know, going forward. Yes, yes, yes. Um, well, I mean, uh, I try to post every weekend because, um, I sort of dedicate the weekends to, to that. And we try to put out, you know, as good of content. Um, I think we got about seven episodes, um, out now there's going to be one more episode coming before the year where we're going to talk about psychology and personality and tile selection so that will be kind of interesting and we're going to share some links to some personality tests that are out there and and i wonder sometimes you know how that if i can get some customers to you know talk about themselves and we'll see you know how they might say like certain colors define their certain personality sure. you know yeah. so we're going to go a little past tile like the, the color and maybe talk about design from from uh, tile designs and stuff and you know maybe what kind of personalities are going to be interested in uh, porcelain panels maybe let's say you know that's a or great question it, I, I wonder you know maybe it's a scientific question you know? right <laughs> hey, i love where your head's at man i love yeah. where your head's at because now all of a sudden i've been getting into the personalities myself just to know myself better right and to yes. improve my Very relationships important. with people Yes. And it's funny, once you dive into that, you can start to recognize, oh, this person, you know, they're they're heavier on this personality trait. And oh, so it does help as word. a salesperson. I think it, it really helps. And as a leader, you know, you're leading your team Thank you. um, to communicate. So that that's that's inspiring. And it's inspiring to me to see, you know, that mastermind you spoke of. I, I basically outlined how I launched or how I'm doing the Tile Money podcast today. And none of it's heavily invested, right? And I outlined, you know, you get a get a USB mic, use StreamYard, you know. Yeah. And I, I kind of gave you a, um, the backdoor access to that, and it was so it's so fun to see yourself run with it, right? And yeah. I was just so that encourages me because we've and and other students of the Mastermind and Tile Money University are are taking some of the things I'm saying or the, or the conversations we're having as a group and running yeah. with it and it's so exciting to see them thriving in you know just a matter of weeks sometimes just implementing a few small things and it's so fun as oh yeah as yeah being, um, yeah 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 i mean you had this session a couple of weeks ago about i mean you've been having a lot of sessions on this subject but it really nailed it in uh, in my head uh, about the, the financials that the episodes you've been doing yeah. and uh you know as i was listening you know and i was like wow i'm gonna get on this and i started getting more a better understanding of my numbers mm -hmm. and you know making better projections and i spent the last i tell you i mean i spent the last week uh coming home and really digging into okay let's find out let's be able to understand what the numbers are and be able to quote projects more effectively 
so it's fair for myself and also for the customer as well. We're not out, we're not putting ourselves in a position we're not competitive enough from a price point of view, but also understanding well what do we need to pull in, um, and then uh, also be able to make projections. So that has been that that's something that I was like, you know, and what it does is like when you go into a new fiscal year, it's like. Yeah more exciting now i'm looking forward to it i remember yeah. years before i was like um oh man another year let's let's you know sometimes you start like, especially here in canada it gets really cold in january yeah. you're like you don't look forward to january ever so right. now i'm really excited for january because like you got something on your mind you know that you want to go after yeah yeah so that's it that's cool well that's good to hear um well listen if we could just rewind, you know, yeah. back to the day when you decided I'm going to go into the tile industry. What what was that like? I mean, where, what were you doing? And and just give yeah. us a, a really quick overview of of your time in the tile industry that kind of brought you to this point, this incredible point you're at. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I was a fitness trainer um, and I was running my own operation, doing personal training and out of a gym here in, in um in uh, Oakville area, Mississauga area. And um, I was doing well, I was busy all the time, working like 14 hour days, most days, you know, day and night. And it was, a, it was, it was actually a great life, I'll be honest with you, because it was like a, a lot less stressful than contracting can be. And, uh, but it was, um, you know, you're engaged in a lot of different things that are about health and positivity. And you're, you're, in, you're almost in a position to 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 provide people with a positive outlook on everything sure. because you need to motivate people right so, so that was kind of fun i was doing that but i felt like i wanted to go and do something that was a little bit more challenging i i wasn't feeling challenged as just a career wise so i started looking at uh, the trades as the direction to go um and i really wanted to get into business right away like i was I didn't want to go and um, you know into the unions and all that kind of stuff and and just go in that direction. I wanted to. I felt like I could do it if I can just learn how to be uh, how to do the. But it was I, it turned out to be very difficult um, to get the experience because obviously when you don't have experience, no one's going to give you any opportunity. Sure. So I started very small um, projects. I started working for people. Um, just being helper, just like everyone else, I kind of started. Uh, I was a helper, and I but I was very engaging to when it came to the learning part. Um, uh, to to the point that sometimes I drove some of the guys that hired me crazy because was, stop asking questions. To, you know, it's, it's it's funny. It's not hard to uh, believe that. It's, it's easy to believe that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know, and it's sad, right? That it shouldn't be like that. But yeah, because I mean, and I get where they come from. They want to. Sure. They got a production. They got to move. They got to yeah, produce. Yeah. They don't have time for this. They're hoping that you just watch and you're going to pick up. But it's not sure. as easy. You got to be involved. So I did that for some time, and then I went to the Tile Terrazzo Marble Trade School here we have in um, Vaughan, which is another city here in Ontario, and I got some hands-on experience on there. It's sort of a ground-up kind of thing, and we got to work with Terrazzo. I made some Terrazzo, um, like from scratch, which was nice. Um, we worked with some tile. We worked with some marble, um, and, and so that was a nice little experience for me. And... At the same time, sequential with that. So it was like that was from 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. And then I had night classes right after that. Um, uh, I had another academy here, which was your construction academy, learning just construction. Yeah. So it was like every single day for several months, it was like that. It was wow. like, I was like, let me just go through it. It was only about like three or four months. So it wasn't like a whole year kind of thing, but it was like a fast track kind of thing. So it was nice. So I did that and that gave me a lot of uh, kind of understanding, confidence, you want to say, to then go into and take picking up some projects. And as I got into it, I started working with different people. Um, and um, as I, uh, it was very, you know, progress, progressive, you know, and I started doing a lot of installs myself, you know, there's different ways to advertise and stuff. And I, and I got into that when I got into, uh, doing the installs, you want to say to some extent comfortably, I started to notice a problem is I started to get frustrated to showing up on the job site with the tiles already there, because I realized a lot of the times 
there's a problem here. People don't know how to select tile or they don't know how to prepare the spaces for the tiles. And you would show up in these areas and, and sometimes you would, you know, you're just there coding, but other times, um, a lot of times they, they haven't done the work at the, to the point where you can actually see everything. It's still up to the studs and you show up when it's done and you're like, wow, the walls are off. This is off. This tile is not going to work here. So I started to think, even homeowners sometimes uh, who they just wanted me to install their tiles for them. They would get, you know, prepared things and stuff. Tiles would be short. Um, you know, die lots would be wrong, like two different die lots in the same batch. You know, um, you know, they wanted heated flooring, but they would have like a certain type of tile that not be really suitable for it in, in, in the context that they were putting it in. So I said to myself, I think it would be better if there was a place where they can um, select the tile get the design consultation and be able to then get the install properly because I think that would be a better win for them in the long run. It was more headache for me, but it it made my job easier because then I can then have a little bit more um, uh, guidance for them to start them not at the install stage and say, you got this problem, this problem, this problem. We're going to go way back before they even purchase the tile sure, sure. and start there. And then we're going to take them because um the thing is people don't want to buy tile they want to buy a beautifully tiled surface so if you want to get them to that point i felt like it was better to start them off right at the selection process mm -hmm. so i set up a um a design uh, i'd actually in the beginning um i found a supplier here and um i started to they they really they were very nice and we were able to uh, start off the relationship really well and i was able to have a bunch of tile they gave me like i think it was like maybe like 300 different tile and i, st I started pulling them into my basement i don't have a space yet so they were all sitting in my basement wow. and i started making videos um about them so to put it on the site so people can see taking pictures sure. i was literally taking it with my with my camera like but, <laughs> and when i was going to consults i was taking tile with me to their houses sure, like sure. when we were doing a bathroom renter or something i was taking them and then we lay them out it was very like it wasn't like the best selection option but sure. i would get it i would make them fill out a form the customer what are you looking for and i would basically then based on that i would bring like 10 tiles 10 to 15 tiles with me now this was and, and i started this it was still like around um it was right around the COVID time so it was like January, February. So I would be pulling tile through the snow into the house. I remember it was like the worst. I'm like, I got to do something. This is not going to work. Right. So I finally found a spot at the Toronto International Design Center. And it's a building, bunch of designers and architects and everything. And it's a lot of uh, um, supplies there as well. So um, I have a, a one uh, place that I'm renting there. And I was able to then build um, a showroom over there. So now what we do is um, we book the appointment. Um, I meet with clients there, whether it's as small as like a backsplash to a complete renovation over like a kitchen or bath or a living space. Um, we do everything there and we have like things like swatches. So I have not just tile because tile has to, you have to think about it like shoes in an outfit. If you're, if the outfit is what you want. So you have to select the shoes relative to the, the rest of the outfit. So I have swatch samples of like paint, um, hardwood, um, countertops, um, grout, uh, what else? Uh, a, a bunch of different things in order to combine these all. So when someone says, I want this tile, I said, well, let's look at your countertop. And we're going to pull out a countertop and say, is that going to match the countertop really well? Is that going to match the paint? So we, we try to connect everything now. Now, when we go in, the benefit is that not only am I able to uh, make sure the customer is successful in the what they, what they really want, which is that beautiful tile surface, mm -hmm. but also we can create beautiful surfaces done designed professionally um, yeah, uh, to the extent that like, I can take these pictures and I can then promote them as um, our installation services, you know, rather than sometimes you get these designs, you're like, whoa, what is this? Okay, we'll install it, but why would you do it this way? doesn't make any sense. So somebody's just idea, just, you know, Frankenstein, a different set of ideas from, from Instagram, and then they put it together. So we try to do it that way. And um, 
and uh, I do uh, utilize um, a designer sometimes if the customer is requesting it, like a professional, like an actual designer who sits down with them and, and you know takes care of that portion of it. And um, uh, so yeah, that's and and then that's where I'm kind of right now with regards to it. So we do the contracting um, now. I'm more on the side of doing. Um, we do still tile installs, but most of the projects is contracting work, like kitchen and bath renovation projects, full projects. More exciting for me, more like more challenging. Um, and I do everything from plumbing and electrical, basic stuff as well. And I have other sub trades. It gets more complicated. And then I have the uh, uh, design studio as well. Sometimes we have designers; they just come in and just want to buy tile or um, homeowners that want the tile and the install as well. But we try to focus on just not selling them tile, but also the design as well. So they walk away with the tile and the actual design of it. And then that's where their VR and their rendering and all that stuff comes in. Nice, nice. Yeah. That was that was uh, quite the journey you shared. Thank you for sharing your journey. You know? <laughs> no Thank you for painting that picture. So that's going to inspire a lot of people. A lot of people, um, they find themselves in a spot and, and you found yourself in a spot. You wanted to switch careers and, and man, you just, you just went for it. So that's, that's, that's what it is. You know, that's what it takes. Yeah. Just somebody to, 100%. you know, chase your dreams and the way you, you know, it sounds like you, you did it very aggressively looking back. What's, what's one thing that you, you maybe would have changed or, um, differently or, or, you know, the biggest thing you learned that you can share for somebody maybe, you know, in a similar spot of as you. Yeah. Um, I think it's very important to build, uh, to focus on this one element. When you're, when you're really focused, laser focused on what you're trying to achieve. Mm -hmm. Um, I think one of the things I realized and I'm realizing more and more now, which is what I hope to accomplish with the podcast as well is building relationships with people. Um, long-term relationships and thinking long-term a lot of times. And I've been successful in doing that with, with a, but I think I could have done a much better job um, looking back from right from the onset. And because as you go through this journey, one of the things I realized is it's sort of like, um, you can think about it like you're in a spaceship going to space and you know, every now and then a, a, a meteorite will, uh, like a piece of rock will hit your thing. And those those are like the connection points that just happen randomly. You can never predict it when it's going to happen. It just, something just hits you and then you just go. And uh, and and you really should try to uh, see that as an opportunity and, and try to say, well, that's not, a lot of times we think like that's going to happen and another one will show up another time. Well, you don't know when the distance for the next one is going to be. So um, I think it's really important. And the challenge sometimes comes is your own personal values sometimes coincide with this subject concept of like maintaining the relationship because you also, you want to have a good relationship, but you want it to go both ways, but also you want to be able to be loyal to your own values too. You don't want to say, oh, you can't really survive in a relationship like that, right? So um, I think sometimes in the business environment, you have to put yourself second than the business itself and think yourself, what's best for the business? Mm. And let's, let's not focus so much on the ego. Let's focus on what's best for the business and try to think of it as like you're here to serve rather than here to serve yourself. And I, I, that's something I've learned over time. That's, that's huge. Thank you for sharing that. I appreciate that. I I'm, I'm immediately thinking about some of the relationships that I started in my early years of business. I mean, really with early months, right? Yeah. Some of those relationships lasted years and I, I left California, shut that business down, but would have still been, you know, proactively happening with, with work and, and yeah. you know, ongoing relationships. But I'm like you, I didn't think about it like that. I didn't think about this thing 10 years. Well, where, where can this one relationship go in 10 years time and yeah. it's only with time that you really start to realize that right you know i think three four five years in and you're realizing like man you know maybe i should be nurturing some of the relationships i already have rather than looking for new ones yes or, huge yeah, exactly yeah, absolutely is needed yeah absolutely and it's hard to, to, to realize that sometimes some people i notice they're naturally like that though 
they're, they're just natural to them to to because maybe they're more sure. um, extroverted type of person. You know, I think of myself more introverted type of person, so that's probably works against me in that respect. Um, but um, I think, yeah, it's important to think in, in that how important that is these these relationships because they've they've they they can get really fruitful in the future. So my I'm probably going to be thinking more in that direction moving forward. Yeah. Nice. What what changes are you making currently? Kind of projecting out a few years in, in, in the advance, it sounds like you're getting more into project management, maybe general contracting. Is that, is that correct? And, and what yeah. would be the benefits of that, you know, to your future business? Yeah. So what I want to try to focus right now on is, um, uh, developing volatiles as, uh, in, in what it sells to our, you know, customers that walk in. Um, what I want to try to focus on is um, selling, doing a better job at helping create a design for them rather than just selling the product, the tile itself. So, um, and I think that's going to be kind of tying to, uh, together with the, with the contracting work because kind of the two companies kind of serve each other in a way. Um, and what, if, what I can do is, what I want to do is focus on um, creating you know, designs that customers walk out with and say, we want to create this and we're going to be utilizing these tiles in order to get this design. So that's going to be where the focus is. And then I'm also going to be offering them what well, you're going to be having working with your own contractor or would you like us to implement this for you? So uh, it's sort of kind of be like a, like a white glove kind of experience where you come in, you sit down, you get the design as 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 the tile being the feature, as I said, we're very passionate about tiles. So if if you know attracting people who share the same thing, and and then that way we can kind of help guide them from that point all the way to the point where they say, well, thank you very much. This is beautiful. I love this. This is exactly what we wanted, and they're happy. And sometimes there's a lot of breakage points between that. When a customer takes a different route where they say, okay, I'm going to go to a tile store, select tile, and then I'm going to go, oops, I'm sorry. I'm, right. I'm tapping, I'm tapping my table so much like a karate chop here and <laughs> drop my webcam. <laughs> so it, there's a lot of breakage points. Think about it. You have the retail store, you have the designer, you have the contractor. Right. They're not, sometimes they're not even, they don't care about each other even. Mm -hmm. The contractor just, it's not all the time, so sometimes, but they, they have their own, um, you want to say, objectives. The contractor wants to finish this project and move on to the next project that they have. Designer right. really wants to make an amazing design work because that's what they sell. Those pictures at the end, designer. The retailer just wants to get the product out the door, yeah. right? So we what what i want to kind of try to do is try to merge these within one central location so that a customer can come in and get that experience in all in house yeah and uh, not to say that this is sort of like revolutionary but try to focus it around tile and solve the tile problem with that respect because the problem is solved right now with regards to general um contracting right just general design there's designers Typically, route is customer gets a designer. Designer usually has a partnership with a contractor. They take them through the retail store. They select something, and then they and then that's turned into a blueprint. And then the contractor implements that blueprint. That's already out there. Yeah. What we want to do is let's focus on the tile being the very most important part of the element. And these projects that we're going to be doing is things like panel projects, um, bathrooms, kitchens, fireplaces. Um, because a lot of different ways you can design these things. And um, I'm going to kind of also be creating a menu around these so that it's not just guesswork. Well, let's start from zero and figure sure. out. Let's start with a baseline, kind of like when you go to a restaurant, they'll give you a menu and they say, select one. And you can customize it afterwards. You can say, if you order steak, you can say, I want mid-rare, this, 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 or you want, you know, uh, you, you don't want mashed potatoes, you want fries. You, you can swap out different things. You can customize sure. it to some yeah. degree. Yeah. We want to, I'm going to focus on that is, is creating a menu and then having a starting point. And then we can color it with the tile. 
and we can color with respect to everything else in the space. And then that way, um, it, from a business point of view, is also help very good for us because then we can sell the product as the designs on our menu rather than the tile itself. And serve the customer in a very different way than versus like, and it was sort of in a kind of a competitive uh, stage stage as well. Being a very kind of small company, I mean, yeah. we're competing against very big companies. Sure. We're importing things from, and they have a lot of relationships from from different manufacturers. So they have a way better, um, or I won't say better, but more bigger product line than sure. us. Sure. You know, I can't compete against that. So we're going to try to compete in a different way. And try to serve the customer in a different way. Again, a little more niche oriented, but it, I think it for those who are um, value that as, and they're going to see that as very beneficial because they can come in not only get a very detailed explanation or, or sorry, detailed design on the tile, and the product is there as well. They can see it, and we're going to take them to a VR space as well to help them understand, um, you know, the different options they have. And then we're going to then take them into the construction site as well and install for them. I love it. I love it. I, I'm listening to this book. Um, I've listened to it twice in the last 30 days. The obstacle is the way. Mm. And, you know, what you're describing is, you know, you kind of mentioned some of these obstacles we have as tile installers, right? You know, there's all these um, challenges, yes. you know, or breaking points. I think you, you, yes. you said breaking yes. points. Yes. Oh, um, yeah. And instead of, you know, just complaining about them and just being frustrated you're actually going around them you're going over them you're going under the, you're going right through them sometimes you're, you're you know you're just solving you. these challenges that you're having and your clients yeah. are having and you're saying here's a better way you know and yeah. it's it's not it's like you said it's it's your it's your niche it's your opportunity to fill a hole to compete yeah. with the larger guys that are, you know, maybe getting, you know, different, different deals than you are and, and working on a different level. But here you've kind of narrowed in on something and just, just like you, you've done, you know, with your whole business is you've just went for it, you know, and somewhat aggressively, I, I would say, I mean, the VR, the podcast, the book, you know, that's not ordinary things that ordinary <laughs> tile contractors are doing. Right. And, and you're still in the field installing you know it's, yeah. it's it's truly incredible what, said, um, yeah go ahead sorry i was just going to say what you touched on on the tile installers and, and availability of tile installers that's another breakage point is right. you have to let's say you, you you take the route what they currently offer in the industry you go through um let's just say it's a project that's just bathroom let's say it's a, we're, we're really looking at apples and apples here someone did the, the, the a route of what's available you got you go through a designer, designer helps you select a product, then connects you with a contractor. Sometimes you can get you, or you have to find your own contractor. But let's say they connect you. That contractor is not necessarily installing. So they have to find installers. And most of the time, it doesn't matter how big or anything they are, they, maybe the installer they want is not available. So they're going to find somebody else to get this done. And then you got to rely on the, exp the, the the quality of the work that that installer does. So the whole thing can go into the uh, in, into the toilet uh, if the designers the, the installer screws it up. Mm -hmm. You know the designer relied. Everything falls back on this one person who a lot of times proper prep hasn't been done or they're not going to want to do. And this installer just wants to come in and install and leave. Right? They're installing. They're sometimes charging per square foot. So they're not going to, they don't, so not to say that all of them are bad, but like, let's say they can't find a good one that they normally work with. Let's say it's panels yeah. and they're going to get a guy off the street to come and do panels and he may not have enough experience or something to understand the product side and the install side and all this kind of stuff. So the less breakage points that there is in the path a customer takes to the final thing that they really want, which is. I want a beautifully tiled surface. The less these breakage points, the more safer they are. And it's great for anybody who's more pragmatic and they don't want to have headaches along the way is to kind of see this as like more of a smooth sailing approach rather than all these different elements of breakage points. Yeah, I like it. I like it a lot. Well, speaking of panels, how, how have, um, you know, you came to Tile Nation, I think it was yeah. the five day, or was it a three day? Maybe it was a three day or five day. Do you remember? Oh, it was the three day. The three day. It felt like a week, though. It felt like a week. 
<laughs> felt like a lifetime. No. Um, yeah, no, it was uh, so much information, right? So much. And so much. You, you took it away. How's, how have selling and installing panels been going for you? Has it been easy to break into that market or relatively difficult? Or Yeah, difficult, difficult. Okay. I, okay. I actually, that was the first exposure I've had with panels. I actually wasn't a big fan of panels, um, to be honest with you, beforehand. I came okay. over, and I, and I guess this probably comes from not knowing a lot about it. Sure. Um, and, um, you know, once, and I thought in myself, like, it, it's, it's just too cumbersome to try to install them in, um, in residential settings. Sure, sure. I thought they would be more suitable in commercial settings because you just need just, just maneuvering them, moving them from one place to another is very difficult. Right. Yeah. And there's too much risk. And I thought, you know, look at all much risk you're taking. But once I understand that there is a method to the madness, then I think it'll be a lot it's 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 doable and yeah. let's and i started again correcting my mindset say okay don't think about it as, as this is a problem that you want to avoid let's see what we can find to make this create a process around this to solve some of these problems and sort of that's where i'm actually kind of started this journey recently so when i came to tile nation my objective was to learn how to make sinks because i thought that was really cool more right. more of an artistic hobby kind of thing sure. and i spent the summer practicing it i'm still not like super great there's a lot of elements about it that uh is difficult but i think they're much easier to build with panels than i was working with more like um a three eight inch uh, tiles, just normal twenty four right. by forty eight, because the the, the seams look better. I was just gonna say, and I've seen you build, you know, tissue boxes, uh, yes, vases for flowers. Yes, you know, exactly. Like These mini products. In fact, actually, one of my uh, distributors, she's a front desk lady. She saw it. She's like, "Oh, can you make me this?" And I'm like, "Okay." So I, I got a, a flower vase ready for her. I just got a hole to make in it for it. And so I'm gonna be a little Christmas gift to her uh, coming up shortly. But uh, this, yeah, it's it's such it's, it's such a great thing. And I think this is gonna be another thing that's gonna pick up um into the next few years is these custom porcelain ceramic furniture um it's pretty i think it's more common in europe than it is right now here just like everything else take some time to come here so i i thought that would be really interesting to get into um unfortunately right now it's on hold because it's so cold outside so i can't really practice anymore <laughs> but i i've been trying to make i made um i think i made four sinks now up to this point and uh the last one is like the the best that i've kind of came down with but i think every time i, I you you attempt it and you make it you figure out all the problems with it um and what i like to do is probably look at it as a, a more systemize it in a way that you can we can kind of have a fabricator involved to cut all the pieces so I'm working on you know making an excel sheet that has all the pieces already set to size and sort of what i was looking what i was doing during the summer is try to like predict what that piece size is going to be mm -hmm. and then cutting it and then seeing if it fits and sure. if it's not let me let me adjust some something so that we can kind of have all the, everything on paper mm -hmm. maybe give it to a fabricator fabricator can kind of uh, cut it all the all of it and then provide the piece and we can just assemble it Build it's it. a lot more and it's a lot more detailed because you can't mess up on these you, if you mess up on the cut now it's not gonna look good. You gotta cut the piece again, and it's right. it's just like it's very. If you have like a fabricator doing some of that work, it's really great. So that was what I did at Town Nation. It was really I highly recommend it. They're amazing people, very knowledgeable. Even to this day, I still am in touch with them, and they're they're just very absolutely. helpful. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. So much, so much stuff that I learned. I mean, blades, tools, and stuff like that, just to get that idea uh, idea on that. So um and in terms of panels um a lot of what i i'm just re recently just involved in it a lot of what i learned about working with panels is applicable to just um installing panels mm -hmm. and um you know there's some content on youtube there's mm -hmm. information i picked up in there so I'm, I'm trying to take these pieces and and kind of um just go with it and just figure it out as I go a lot of times. But uh, so far it's going pretty good. So we're, we're very happy. Nice. Yeah. 
Right on. Well, I'm, as, a, as always, I'm excited to see where you take that as well. Um, I want to dive into this. We've got a two-minute video. If it, sure. I think now's a good time to look at this. And it's it's uh, just set us up. What is this video going to be here? And then I'll, I'll probably have a couple questions as we go through this as well. Yeah. So this is the uh, a video, um, kind of like a tour of how the VR space looks um, if you're in it. And we're going to start off with the main showroom, which has these portals. And each portal takes you in a very specific category of tile. Um, a lot of the tiles of Vela Tiles is geared around um, natural stone looks or effects. And by the way, that's something I talk about in the book as well, different effects that tiles come in. But um, the these kind of effects can, you know, because a lot of porcelain tile, that's where the porcelain tile industry is going towards, by the way, mm -hmm. natural stone effects. So travertine, limestone, soapstone, um, you know, onyx, qu um, quartz looking like stuff, you know, all this. Kind of, so we have a decent selection of these different natural stone effects along with things like subway tiles and mosaic tiles. So when you go into a particular portal, as well as panels, right, porcelain panels display. Sure. By the way, seeing porcelain panels in vr is so much better than going into a showroom uh and and, and seeing it because it's just they're never going to have the full panel um every every single panel available to you well we can have 20 30 different panels displayed on the wall in the vr space and it just makes it so much easier to to see them and then we have samples that they can kind of view as well but if you want to stand in front of a panel and just see what it looks like installed this is the place to be. So this is what this is. It's a sort of like a little um, visualization of what you what what it kind of looks like. Nice. And so we're watching this. Just um, let's see. I'm just gonna mute it. Maybe turn it down a little. So with with the headset, um, it it obviously improves the quality of the visualization, right? Absolutely. Yeah, it's it's hard to see the, the quality in, in, in when it's um, on this. But yeah, it definitely is a lot. And, you know, there it's it's getting better. It's, sure. it's over over time. It's going to get better. So here's a room with the with the panels. And you can see um, you can actually like kind of go up to one of the panels and uh, just kind of see what it looks like. Uh, again, this is, an, a, a, you know, a way to kind of see what options you have available um, by being in the space that has all the options for you. And then you can see sample physical samples later. Mm -hmm. Nice. And so, so anybody this... around the world that had a VR headset could, could tour that this way, correct? Yes, they, essentially. I mean, I would have to share them a link and sure, they would sure. be able to then uh, and, and enter it. Yeah, if they have a headset, they can just easily go into it. Um, these are all I, rooms, soapstone room. Yes. Okay. okay. Yes, exactly. Terrazzo effect. Terrazzo. So this is a kind of the marble look. And we have sort of, I try to put in some uh, statues just to make it a little more interesting. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, this seems like um, a really good way for people to, you know, start choosing their selections before you know before they have to you know ever physically walk into a store which it seems like is the direction you know that makes sense you know i mean if i can do any appointment virtually why wouldn't i you know why wouldn't i do it virtually first and before i come in right and, and yes so is that is that what you're seeing this as kind of like a um almost like a first step in the selection actually the, the challenge with that is that people are don't have headsets at home yet. Right, right. So and you do need a headset in order to do that. So until that headset becomes as like more common, um, and I think it'll be a few years for sure before that. I don't think that's going to be uh, something that I can rely on as as what's going to be the way we want to go. Um, I think it'll come, but it'll take some time. What I right now though, what I want to focus on is um, expanding sort of the, you want to say the the organizing and expanding the square footage of the the tiles that we have to offer and 
without the need for someone to go down up and down a 20,000 square feet showroom sure. okay <laughs> you know got it got it you know and and being able to um be uh in a more of a boutique kind of environment yet offer that more grand mm. grand kind of space in that sense so that you can kind of go in select your product it is already categorized in in the kind of look that you're going for let's pick up some samples on the table we're going to look at it and then we're going to move on to the next thing which is going to be actually matching it up with everything else in the um in your room so um yeah it's it's a, because when you have boards tiles on boards here's the typical situation that happens boards are placed behind each other and right. people are are going through through looking looking yeah. looking 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 lifting and then you got maybe five boards now it's too heavy now it's like oh man can you hold this i'm gonna go look at the one behind it can you pull that one out and you know yeah. that that's most places are are, are right yeah, all their tiles are like i mean they have some on the walls but you can put everything on the walls you have only so much wall space so everything is everything is behind boards and then you're gonna pull one out and sometimes it's distracting because you pull a pull out a board out and the you got this tile and you got this tile and you got this tile you don't want to look at these you want to just look at this one so there's distracting each other uh you know it, it just makes it a better experience where you can just you want that tile you're going to stand right in front of it it's a giant piece right in front of you yeah. you can't get better than that in terms of visualization Right, and we'll take the smallest tile as a subway tile, and we'll make it nice and big, and you can kind of see what that looks like. And is that the kind of look you want to go for? And um, you know, things will as as the graphics in the industry get better, and it is getting so much better. You know, the VR space with regards to um, uh, the collaborative environment type of graphics, because right now VR is is really surviving in these spaces, the collaborative. Uh, offices, workplaces, you know, where multiple people can meet, have a meeting, um, or um, uh, gaming, uh, you know, or NFTs. These are the three kind of uh, places where, like, people create NFTs. Hey, come see my NFTs. And you, you you go in there and you see these, like, like artistic stuff that, that are on the walls and stuff like that. Um, so, um yeah, we're just trying to piggyback some of the things that has offered in so far and try to create a better experience for customers. And as, as time goes on, more things get introduced, then we can kind of bring them in more. But um, it's sort of like, because I'm, I'm that's a whole different industry. I'm not pushing that industry to evolve. I'm relying the evolution of the industry to then pass that on into this particular market. I see. Sure. Yeah. How many people do you know of in in the in our industry tile that are doing this kind of work? How many virtual showrooms exist, to your knowledge? Not actually, not really any. I, the, the the ones that are doing it VR in the construction trade, you want to say these, they are taking a VR as a way of giving the customer a virtual look of the space, uh, of the whole space. Like there's a there's going to be your house. We're going to create a virtual reality oh, experience okay. for it and you can walk into it and you can kind of see hey wow, wow it's going to look like this okay wow. yeah that's another whole different thing for itself builders and stuff like that and that's happening right now um so they're they're, they're more about um kind of like a step up from the renders that designers create sure yeah, the pictures yeah. and stuff like that more photorealistic this is like now you're inside it and you kind that of makes make, yeah. it, it makes a lot of sense yeah it makes a lot of sense it's really good wow. and uh, we can do that too in a small scale but i find things change so much for small projects it doesn't make too much sense for big projects it makes sense right it small does, projects, yeah. things change so much and then you went through the whole process of making that and then uh, last minute a tile could change you're not going to go back and recreate the vr again right <laughs> so, so so these are the, yeah so we focused on the retail side right now and trying to yeah. bring it into retail. and i think to be honest with you i think the retail side of vr is going to be probably one of the first to pick up is going to be what is going to draw the most number of people because it's going to be like what the internet 
shopping was in the 90s mm-hmm. you know yeah. and yeah. nobody was like everybody's like what is this they're never going to pick up so right. Right. it's going to be like the next level of um uh shopping experience where i see this happening easily easily this happening as long as they can create the right environments and you know and you got right now microsoft google and facebook as you know meta is going is it really invested it's probably going to be between one of these guys they're going to create something that an environment where you go in and a retail store has the space for you and have all their products kind of laid out there and you go there you you could pick it up and maybe even manipulate it and you can take a look at it and you can um or you can and you can click on or like that click on it but you have the you have the controllers right so you can kind of like point at it and you'll get all the information about it you might even see a video about it you know and you see the price about it and you're sitting in your room you're not even but you feel like you're in that retail store right now standing in front of that couch and you're seeing it in very good you know 3d graphics you know high 4k maybe even better resolution and all this and stuff comes in, and then there'll be a button that says buy now mm-hmm. and you just press it and you buy it charges your credit card then you go and do your thing and it gets shipped to your house yeah, yeah. that nice. is what i think is going to happen that sounds that sounds right i mean that sounds <laughs> that sounds re- like a great potential yeah i yeah. can see that happening for sure well, so this has been a great conversation. I, I really want to My thank pleasure. you again for thank just you. openly freeing, you know, free sharing your knowledge, you know, with, with the audience and thank your you. story is one of, you know, that's motivating. It's motivating to me, you know, thank you. Thank it you. really is. And I know, I know my audience enjoyed it. Where, um, any lot, last thoughts, where can people find you? I, I'm going to put links to the podcast, um, mm-hmm. to your book on Amazon and, um, what else, where else are you hanging out online? Um, yeah, on mostly on Facebook page for the um, Tala Confidential. Um, if they want, um, you know, contracting works, Canadian Tala Pro, that's, they can find me on there. They can, lots of, um, we start them off usually filling out a couple of forms so they can submit a form and reach out to them with regards to their project. Um, and on, if they want to, you know, come you know, check out the VR experience, um, just head on over to velatilestore.com and, and contact us, go to the contact page and, uh, you can, uh, you know, request a, uh, session and we can kind of sit down and take you through it. So nice. yeah, basically. Yeah. Right on. All right. So we'll hope you have a great day and, uh, no enjoy your weekend, brother. Thank you. Thank you, Luke. Take care. All right, everybody. I hope you enjoyed that conversation with Sol as much as I enjoyed having it. I hope you were able to extract a lot of valuable information and get some insights and some encouragement to build your business and really think about things uh, from a present but also a futuristic viewpoint like Sol does. And uh, if you want to get a hold of him, reach out to him. Uh, the links to his website is in, in the show notes here, as well as his Facebook group and his book, Tile Confidential. It's a great book. I bought it off Amazon. It really is a good um, introduction and uh, answers a lot of questions that your, your clients have, people you're working with have. All right, Tile friends, if you enjoy this podcast, the Tile Money Podcast, head over to iTunes or, or um, Spotify or Facebook and leave us an honest review. We really appreciate the reviews. It helps us be found. It helps more tile contractors be found. And what we want to do with this is, uh, again, strengthen the entire tile industry, one tile contractor at a time. All right, guys. So please, please, please stay positive out there. And above all else, remember you're in business. So stay profitable, tile friends. All right. We'll talk to you next week. Over and out.